0: Here's today's Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Up to 4,000 National Guard troops will be heading down to the U.S. southern border to support the Homeland Security Department. Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Homeland Defense Integration and Defense Support of Civil Authorities Robert Salesis says they'll work only in operational support missions and will not interact with migrants or other people detained by DHS. On Tax Day, the House may vote on as many as a dozen IRS-related bills. The Taxpayer First Act would require the IRS to submit a reorganization plan to Congress before the end of fiscal 2020 and stop private debt collectors from collecting on debts owed by taxpayers well below the federal poverty line. Meanwhile, the 21st Century IRS Act would require the agency to accept credit card payments online. Representative Dan Donovan wants to know, what's a cyber war? The lawmaker is asking the House Armed Services Committee to put a provision in the 2019 Defense Authorization Bill to define the term. Right now there is no policy as to what type of cyber attack is considered an act of war. A $950 million contract is awarded to five companies to work with the Air Force Research Laboratories on Cyber Capabilities. Global Infotech, Radiance Technologies, Assured Information Security, CNF Technologies, and Invictus International Consulting are signed on to help the labs with research, development, prototyping, and the transition of cyber capabilities. The Pentagon isn't budging from its plan to award a multi-billion dollar cloud computing contract to a single company. Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu has more. Amid more than
1: a thousand written questions about DoD's upcoming JEDI contract, dozens of vendors urged the Pentagon to change its strategy so that multiple companies can deliver services. At a minimum, they said DoD should explain its rationale for awarding the multi-billion dollar contract to a single company. The department declined to do so, but says the JEDI award won't interfere with other cloud contracts the military services are already pursuing. The Pentagon plans to issue a final RFP next month. Jared
0: Serbu, Federal News Radio. Tens of thousands of federal contractors have to visit a notary in the next 60 days.
2: Up to 70,000 federal contractors must get a letter notarized by the end of June authenticating vital details of their businesses, including who is the authorized entity administrator associated with their DUNS number. Vendors have to send that notarized letter to the General Services Administration to remain eligible for federal contracts. These are the first details of the impact on vendors emerging from the latest case of fraud that affected GSA's System Forward Management, or SAM.gov portal. I'm Jason Miller.
0: Jeff Bowling will serve as the Pentagon's new software special assistant in the Acquisition and Sustainment Office. The position was created last week to create the Defense Department's software acquisition strategy and develop modern software skills in the acquisition community. Bowling spent 21 years in the Air Force and is the acting chief technology officer at the Carnegie Mellon University Software Engineering Institute. A second White House cybersecurity advisor is leaving the Trump administration. More now from Tom Temen in today's
3: Management Report. Rob Joyce, the cybersecurity coordinator, will return to the National Security Agency. A spokesman tells Reuters Joyce is three months over his one-year term White House appointment and leaves on his own volition. Homeland Security Secretary Kirsten Nielsen says the new National Security Advisor, John Bolton, will select Joyce's replacement. Joyce leaves a week after his boss, Homeland Security Advisor Tom Bossert, was forced out. I'm Tom Temin.
0: The EPA violated spending laws by not telling Congress about building a soundproof booth in Administrator Scott Pruitt's office. The Government Accountability Office finds the agency spent over $43,000 for the booth and says the agency has to report any office upgrades costing over $5,000 to the House and Senate Appropriations Committees. The EPA says it will respond to the GAO report later this week. A new action plan from the Veterans Affairs Department looks to get it off the Government Accountability Office's high-risk list. GAO added VA Healthcare to its list back in 2015. VA says it eliminated 235 outdated directives and 85% of outdated manuals in an effort to reduce red tape. VA also cut central office staff positions by 10% to eliminate bureaucracy. And a bipartisan group of House lawmakers want to give VA a leg up on hiring healthcare providers over the private sector. Congressman Mike Bose, Luis Correa, and Vicki Hartzler introduced the VA Hiring Enhancement Act. It lets VA start the recruitment and hiring process for new healthcare professionals two years before they finish the required training, putting VA on a hiring timeline competitive with the private sector. VA has at least 35,000 health vacancies. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.